Hi everyone, and welcome to the Smaller Waste for 2021 podcast. I'm Julia Schaefer, and I want to share with you some simple ways that you can make changes in your daily lives to reduce your family's waste. So I hope you'll join me each and every Monday and together we can leave a lighter footprint on the planet. Hi everyone and welcome to the Smaller Waste for 2021 podcast. I'm Julia Schaefer and together we're going to learn some simple ways you can make changes in your daily lives to reduce your family's waste. Not their waste as in their tummy, but the waste that we produce and ends up often in landfill. The start of each new year usually sees people reflect on the year that's passed. I know it does with me. You kind of think, well, what did I do well? What were my successes? And then what wasn't I so happy about? What were my failures or challenges? Many people find that the new year's a great time to set some intentions as well for how they'd like to live their lives over the next 12 months. I wonder, do you do that as well? Might be changes that you want to be a better person, a better community member, a better husband, wife, brother, sister or friend. If like me, one of your goals is to help leave a lighter footprint on the planet, you're probably asking yourself about now, well, how do I go about that? Or where do I even start? Because yeah, it's true. Waste in Australia has gotten out of control. And just when we started to learn to bring our reusables to the coffee shop and the butcher and the baker and the candlestick maker, COVID-19 hit and we're no longer able to bring our reusable coffee cups and all those sorts of things kind of went out the window. Our local cafe was serving things on single-use plates and with single-use cutlery and serviettes and serving us our coffee in single-use cups. It was an absolute disaster. But hey, it was deemed essential to prevent the spread of COVID-19, so I guess we just put up with it for the time being. Thankfully though, I don't know about your cafe, but the tide's turning for ours. Our local cafe is now allowing us to bring our own coffee cups. They've gone back to serving meals on china plates with stainless steel cutlery, and things are really returning to normal once again or the new normal at least. So anyway, I reckon now is a great time to have a reset, a reboot to kick off your year, devoting a greater effort to reducing your family's waste. And I know if you look at the zero waste gurus out in the community and on YouTube and Instagram, their amazing results in reducing their household waste can seem extremely daunting. But it's a great place to go for inspiration when you're feeling like you need some new ideas. I often do anyway. I particularly like to follow Bayard Johnson from Zero Waste Home fame. She's my personal zero waste hero. Her and her family of four and a dog have managed to reduce their household waste so much that a year's worth of trash can fit in a jar not much bigger than a pasta sauce jar. A mason jar as the Americans call it. Wow, I reckon that's so impressive. Another person I follow is Lauren Springer from Trashes for Tossers and the Package Free Store. She's doing just as well in her zero waste journey and has loads of YouTube videos to teach and inspire people along on their own personal journey. So if you get a chance, look up both those lovely ladies and see if they give you some inspiration. 
If the goal of fitting your annual waste into a pasta sauce jar seems a little too much to take in, which quite frankly for my family it is, I'd encourage you to set some smaller goals, a bunch of them. See, setting achievable goals is where this podcast can help. Each week, I'll share with you some ideas that you can implement straight away that will go a long way to helping reduce your family's waste. And I'll introduce some bigger goals that you might like to work towards over time. Some will require a little bit of planning or effort, and some are so easy that you'll wonder why on earth you haven't been doing them already. So I'd like to encourage you not to set goals that will set you up for failure, but goals that are achievable and realistic for your family in your particular circumstances. So the zero waste journey, it's really not a one size fits all. There are work, life, family circumstances that will affect the outcome for your particular family. Just keep trying to introduce something new, a new measure each week and allow it to settle in and become the norm before you add any extras. This will help your family to get on board and not suffer from some sort of shock at the whole bevy of changes that are being thrust upon them. Now, I recognise that some of you have probably already started on your less waste journey and may already be doing some of the things I'll talk about in the podcast. So I guess you can use this as a sort of refresher course. I'm thinking though that you'll probably discover some things along the way that you didn't really know about. And if you do, I hope you'll share the podcast if you find it useful. And please subscribe so that you can hear it each week. Also, as you go through this journey towards less waste, it's important to celebrate the little wins with your family too. If you can change just one thing, um, let's see, an example might be buying plastic bottles full of water, which you've usually done, but you're gonna change that this year by giving everyone a refillable drink bottle to start their school or work year. And then why don't you do this? Keep a tally of how many bottles you have collectively not added to landfill on a chart on the fridge. Then when you reach a certain milestone, celebrate with each other in a sustainable way. Perhaps a family trip to the beach or a picnic in the garden, a camping trip or share a movie with some homemade popcorn and celebrate the fact that you're doing something good for the planet. This will help your family members stay engaged in the whole process and less resistant to the changes that you might be making them make. So, okay, where to begin? Well, I think first a bit of education is needed to start with. You all probably know about the three R's, reduce, reuse, recycle, because they're plastered all over the big city council recycling trucks and stickers on bins, etc. Well, I need you to unlearn this and instead learn the five R's which are in this order. The first is refuse. So you need to refuse things so that you don't take home any more waste than you have to. Try refusing things that are single use plastics first, containers, etc. Refuse that plastic straw with your next milkshake. Refuse the plastic fish soy sauce container when you buy sushi and the container for that matter and the disposable serviette. Just say no, just refuse. The next one is reduce. A great way to reduce your reliance on plastics is to shop at the markets. You'll find very few market gardeners will hand you a bunch of bananas wrapped in plastic, but rather give you a bunch to put in your own bag. Bring your own egg cartons for refilling also. 
Honey producers will often take back your container and offer you a refill. Instead of buying your bread in a plastic bag, start taking a bread bag to the bakery with you. You can make one yourself out of just a couple of tea towels. When you pick up the bread, ask them if they could put it in paper if you don't have a bread bag with you. And the paper can then be reused or composted down. Imagine if you did that, how many plastic bread bags and their little plastic ties you'll avoid sending to landfill. The next one's reuse. One thing I've learned recently from my sister was to reuse the mushroom bags, mushroom bags on your bench top to put your compostables in. Things like your veggie trimmings, eggshells, etc. Once it gets full, you can put the whole thing, bag and all, either into your worm farm or the compost heap. Reuse gift bags that people have given you at Christmas time to repurpose for another gift. I reuse cordial bottles to make more cordial from scratch and reuse fancy jars to fill with pantry staples like dried lentils, beans, pasta, etc. That way, none of these things end up in landfill. Recycle, that's an obvious one, isn't it? One of my favorite places to shop, in fact, just yesterday I came back from there, was the, is the op shop or the thrift store. Recycling clothing is a fabulous way to give a garment a second or third chance at life. I also try to buy natural fibers when I can so that at the end of their useful life, they can be composted down or turned into a worm blanket. Recycling centres are all over the community and if you're unsure, just check out the Planet Ark website, which is basically a directory for where you can recycle a whole heap of different products. We'll discuss this a little bit more, more specifically later on in a subsequent podcast or two. Now the last one is rot. So once you progress through the other four options, The last one's to compost or feed your worms. At the moment, I'm living in an apartment with a very small patio, but there in pride of place on my terrace is my worm cafe. I feed my worms daily on everything from discarded phone books to veggie peels, banana skins and apple cores. You can compost many more things though, like dry lint, cardboard, eggshells, hair and toenail clippings even, and even beard trimmings. So having a compost heap, if you have the room, is an awesome way to reduce the amount of stuff that goes into landfill. I also find that having a pet helps too. But for now, in my apartment, my worms are my only pets. Well, I hope that wasn't too much information to take in all at one hit. Now, before we finish up this podcast, I want to leave you with your first task. I want you to dive into your family's rubbish. Literally and conduct a rubbish bin audit. Seriously, I really do. What you need to do is take a heap of newspaper and put it on the floor of your kitchen, upend your kitchen rubbish bin onto it and list what you find. Veggie peelings, paper bags, tin cans, plastic bags, bottles, juice containers, takeaway food containers, chip packets, eggshells, coffee grounds, toothpaste tubes, egg cartons, etc, etc, etc because it's really important to see what's coming into the home and ending up in the trash so that we can devise strategies to not bring them in in the first place. Makes sense, doesn't it? Next week, we could start on some strategies for reducing this waste. Some will be easy as finding out where you can and can't recycle and what you can and can't recycle and where to get rid of those tricky items like batteries and electronic equipment. Others will be about conscious consumerism 
being aware as a shopper. So until next week, happy bin diving. This has been Julia Schaefer and the Smaller Waste for 2021 podcast. Thanks for listening. And if you'd like to hear more on how you can live a more sustainable life, check out Lighter Footprints on all the socials and my blog, www.lighterfootprints.com.au.